You're listening to the audio podcast form of the live show, The Brook, on Canaan Radio. You can watch this podcast in video form on our website at canaanradio.com slash the brook. Welcome to The Brook, bearing clusters of truth with a splash of common sense. Good evening and welcome to The Brook on Canaan Radio. I am Will and I'm in the studio today with David. Hey y'all. Pastor Reeves. I'm here. Peter. Hello. And of course JT up in the booth running everything. Making the booth. Sure, making, the booth. The booth. Okay. We'd love to hear from our listeners. During the show, you can text us your song requests at 920-940-8275 or you can send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. And uh, the phone number again is 920-940-8275. And the uh, social media handles for both Instagram and Twitter are at Canaan underscore radio. Radio. We like to play the songs that are, re- we, we love playing songs for our listeners. So please request us on the radio, not here in the studio. We just right. love having listeners. We do. <laughs> and with that, it is time for. Let's get ready to ramble. Radio, radio, radio. I'm going to ramble a little bit right off the bat. Do it. My watch has been going dead for the last uh, probably three weeks. And it's the, so the way it started was the minute hand wouldn't move. It's the weirdest thing. The hour hand would, so I'm not quite sure how that works. Either that or I looked at it exactly the right time every hour. And now it's just the second hand's just wigging mm. out. It's just like mm. bad, Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> what I'm rambling about. Like a his, uh, sheep. His shameless. My birthday's coming up in May. No, I'm sh- and, no, no, no. I uh, love this watch. I do not want another one because I will what, not for wear your it. Bur- birthday. I'm going to get you a brand new battery for your watch. Well, thanks. Oh, wow. Thanks. Wow. Splurging. An avocado. Oh, thanks. Wow. An avocado. Wow. Tell us, uh, Brother David, what's going on in the sports world. Aaron Rodgers is not going to the Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least he's praying so. See, here's the deal, people. Here's the deal. Rodgers is such an elite quarterback and has been such an elite quarterback for so long that majority of NFL Hates they don't hate Rodgers per se. They hate the fact that the Packers have been good for so long, predominantly because we've had good quarterbacks. So we're spoiled, basically. We are the best. We are the best second place team. Yes. So <clears throat> any any news about Rodgers being unhappy or anything makes the news like it is. It is. Uh, what do you would call, what would you call it? Over dramatized. Fake news. Yes. So he may be unhappy. They have been working on a contract extension because Rodgers wasn't exactly thrilled when they drafted yeah. Jordan Love last year, which, I mean, I would understand why. And it was, in my opinion, maybe a little bit too early to do that. But I don't. there's no way to really know until it all plays out. But Rodgers is the MVP. Came out and put together an amazing year. And uh, I have, but I have a problem. He's still the quarterback. I have a problem, and he still is in his contract. They may put together an amazing year, and he may may be an amazing quarterback. And as much as love the Packers, why, in the name of football, have they not been 
two more Super Bowls. It's killing me, man. They should have been. They get they to should the, have they been. get down to the end and they choke. Uh, uh, okay, two th- two things. Uh, here's two things. One, our defense always always seems to bite us in the end. Bite us at the end. In the end. Yeah. At the end. Whatever. Zone. <laughs> Not in the end zone, apparently. Um, and uh, we always come. And number two, I think I think it's a part of Roger's legacy. I think at this point, unfortunately, he gets to the championship games and he and he just chokes. as great. I don't want to say chokes because he's do. amazing. He, he, every time I watch him amazing. in a championship game, or he's the, still good. He goes out there and plays like it's just any other game. Right. I'm looking he's for him calm. to go out there and yeah, I'm looking for him to like freak out. Yeah. Some okay, passion. so that's the other thing. I think part passion. of it is because he's so calm, like his personality is, is calm. Under, I think that sort of resonates. Like, I think it spreads to his all, other all teammates. I know is if he would play, but those he was last going games, up and down, like he's brokering these deals. Yes, we'd Here's win the some Super Bowls. He was going up and down those lines last the last the last championship, and he was yelling at everyone, saying, "Give me the ball back! Give me the ball back!" And it didn't happen. You know, it, it didn't happen. So if he had another shot at it, if our defense didn't mess up the couple times, we would. We would have went to the Super Bowl, and we would have beat the Chiefs. We all know that. Chiefs were a joke this past year. That's I mean, right. Patrick Mahomes is yeah. the greatest ripoff yeah. of Aaron Rodgers ever. He's, a, he's an Aaron Rodgers wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. Patrick Mahomes is really good. Um, but anyway, the point being, Rodgers is doing this. Rodgers is a very – he's a cerebral guy, which means he is – he's going to say this stuff. He's going to let the news get out, and he's going to threaten to leave – so that he gets what he wants. And I think he will get what he wants. I think. Now, if he ends up leaving, he ends up leaving. It is what it is. And you, that stinks. But at the same time, it's like Packers haven't done him necessarily good. His entire, his enti- the entirety of his uh, career. But at the same time, I think it would be kind of very... Well, he's been a low, it'd be a low class well. move, I think. I think he to needs lose, to just start taking like some serious chances and just going nuts as a quarterback. Well, here, you know how far that he, he, he was just yeah. absolutely crazy. It is time to sacrifice his body. Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's time. Yes, it is time it to is go out time. there and and ruin your career. Here's the thing: there was one play last. Uh, I think this is the reason I think we didn't go to the Super Bowl. There was one play, and I, I think it's Rogers' fault. I mean, the fact that we were in that position was not Rogers' fault, but. The fact that he did not make the play. He was mm-hmm. running out. It was third down. He was running across the field, and he was about to run past the line of scrimmage, and he had two choices. He could have he was about six yards before the, before the first down, and they were like on the 15-yard line before the touchdown. And he had a choice. He either could run as fast as he could to get that first down and possibly get hit, take a hit, or he could throw across his body, and he chose to take a last-second throw and it was a good throw, but the guy wasn't really open, and it just—I think it got hit down or something. I don't remember. And they had to kick a field goal. Then they kicked that field goal, which they probably should have gone for fourth down. But if he would have just ran, and that's what I've seen a lot of Rodgers lately doing. If he would have just safe, and he does that, I think because he's been hurt so much and he is older, and so he's trying to. But he should. You're in one game. You're two minutes from the Super Bowl. You gotta just tuck it and yeah. just run. You know, you gotta put everything on. Do the we line. want to roll the clip? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I think I think that's uh-huh. I think that is the reason. I think we would have hit. I think we would have gotten a yeah. touchdown and, and probably would have won up the Super Bowl. And yeah. of course, like I said, beat the beat the the Chiefs. That would have been easy. But 
The and point is another edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. The point <laughs> is Adrian. where we're at it's right now. <laughs> Saturday evening quarterback. I think I think <laughs> Rodgers will stay. I think they'll give him a long term con a long deal, and I think Jordan Love will end up being traded or something. I think that's just how it's going to go down. If not, then we're going to have Jordan Love. I think it would behoove Love to just stay under Rodgers and learn. Love's not going to just, do anything. Just, he, he the, have just the way Rodgers did under Favre, yeah. only do a better job of not making the same mistakes that seem to have been passed on from Favre to Rodgers. From Rogers. I saw this stat. Not a single quarterback of Brett Favre, Bart Starr, and now Aaron Rodgers has had more than 16 seasons. Favre retired and then unretired and then went to another team at 16 seasons. Bart Starr retired at 16 seasons, and Rodgers just finished his 16th season. So he will have broken if he starts if he this next comes year back. In, in the, as he a Packers. But here's the other thing. There's a lot of other stuff with Rodgers. He's got engaged, and he hosts Jeopardy. And so he what? has a, he has a possibility. He really loves Jeopardy. So Wait, there's a possibility. He hosted Jeopardy. He did. He was yeah, like a guest host. Yeah. And he oh, loves that show. Like, okay, okay. Well, Alex Trebek died. And yes. so he's like, that's like his favorite show. So he hosted and did such a good job that I think they're going to they're gonna want him to come host permanently. Oh. And so he can, he can do both. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. And so I think there's a part of him that's trying to figure out what he wants to do. With this has been Let's Get Ready to Ramble with Pop Culture provided by David Reeves. Now <laughs> <laughs> we know what he spends his time. Oh, man. Just, I keep up on this stuff. I like Usually Rogers, he's on he's time unless he's got Pop Culture Does, to catch up on. Yeah, then he's do, you, do you have a poster of Rogers in your... No, because if Rogers is just traded, I don't want a poster of him. On his wall, right above his bed. I put, yeah, like I, I put those posters up and I put a Sharpie marker. I draw, this is what Jesus looked like. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that light flickering up there? Oh, man, we're in trouble. Donk! Right on the head. Yes. Oh, no. Brzat. Well, <laughs> what if Patrick Mahomes and Rogers? A swap. Patrick Mahomes came to the Packers. Rodgers went to the Chiefs. What would happen? Football <laughs> would still happen. That's uh, true. Who do you think is a better quarterback than Chiefs? Just win You've seen Patrick. They probably would. They probably would. It doesn't matter where Aaron goes. Yeah. He'll take that team exactly. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he will. Who do you think? You've seen Patrick Mahomes play. Who do you think is, is better at, the pro, at their prime? A better, just pure, better at everything quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a better player. What's He's far better player. Talented wise? Yes. He's far better. What what ails him is in the last five years he has um, been hurt and his recovery has been good, but he has been gun shy now. He's mm-hmm. afraid of getting hit. Mm-hmm. And the, that's the difference. Mahomes younger. He doesn't mind getting hit. He's small. Yeah. You know, and he, he's just younger. You he can take so I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So you think Rogers it's far better player. I think it's really close. There's some throws that I've seen from Mahomes. I think it comes down to intellectual. I think I think Rogers is a. You're talking about maturity in the pocket. You're talking no, about I'm talking about football smarts. Yes. Okay. So yeah, here's maturity in the pocket. Here's the thing. Decisions. There are some plays that I've seen Favre do that I see Rogers do, and those are practice plays. What you're seeing out of Mahomes is street ball. It's this lucky, let me flip a sideways across my body while I'm upside down in the air. <laughs> Pretty much. And, that reminds you of Favre, doesn't it? Yeah. Didn't somehow, Favre used to do that? Yes. Favre used to just be like... To me, Mahomes is the baby of Rodgers 
and Favre. <laughs> like he's a perfect mix of the two. I do feel Which like of these analogies are killing me. <laughs> Dude, killing me. I, here's the thing. I don't see that. I, I think Patrick Mahomes, I, I still think Rodgers in his prime was still better because I feel like every throw that Mahomes can make, Rodgers has already made it and has made similar ones. The one thing I don't see out of Patrick Mahomes that I've seen out of Rodgers is the pinpoint consistent accuracy. Yeah. Just like lobbing it down the, the field 40, 45 yards and putting that. it yeah. right, Boom, in, the right in the bread basket, basket while they're running at yeah. you know, 20 something yeah, miles. Yeah. But, but I'm going mean, to tell you that the difference ridiculous. is that's practiced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers can do that, but he's practiced to do that. I think that Mahomes can do it, but he's not quite, he's not as old. He's not as practiced, and he relies he relies a lot on his ability to escape the pocket, get out and do something, or find the hole and mm-hmm. run a little bit. He's so you don't know what he's going to do. It's another another player like that 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 irritates me, and I hated playing was the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, Russell, Russell Wilson, yeah. Yeah. same exact style, and um, because those kind of guys carry a whole team on their shoulders mm-hmm. when they can do that. Aaron Rodgers could do that when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Just came out on the field. He did a lot of that stuff. Yeah. See, Lindsay, she, Lindsay, you think that that Mahomes is better, but the thing is, you didn't see. I grew up watching. Lindsay's Rogers a play. child. What do you I care what she thinks? Because I'm trying to help her out here. This is important for her spiritual growth. Uh, <laughs> you see, I watch. I I watch Rodgers when he was Mahomes' age. And and Mahomes has done some amazing throws, but I, I think you were Lindsay's age when you were watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's really close. I do think it just comes down to to decisions making and who is who's smarter with you know playing in the actual game. I, that, I think it just it's really close. And I think Mahomes has been a lot more blessed. Who's the guy than, that's than Rogers the with his now? team? The new quarterback they had out for the Jets. Was um, it the Jets? They had a new. Uh, he's a he was a he was good last year. Was it the Jets? No, you're, that was Sam Darnold. But no, you're not talking about the Jets. You're talking about the Bengals, Burrow. You're talking about the Browns, <laughs> Baker. Burrow, Lamar Jackson, no. Baker Mayfield. No, not Baker. Jets. It's not the no, Jets. Like, I thought he was like a reddish, uh, maybe blonde-haired guy, kid. Or they just draft, drafted a quarterback this Zach, year. Zach Wilson. Yeah, the Jets did. No. Yeah, oh. they did. I don't know who you're talking about. Me neither. Who was I thinking about? I think I. Uh, he was pretty hot. Yeah, doing a pretty good job. I there was someone I can't remember. I can't remember. I think who, I know who you're who, talking about. Who but. was the team that that went uh, uh, in the AFC playoffs? What, you had what the Chiefs the and and the Browns. You said AFC. Yeah, yeah, the Browns. Okay, what was the uh, Baker Mayfield? Who did the Browns beat? They beat the Steelers. Who did the Chiefs beat? The Chiefs. Uh, I think they beat. Chiefs beat. I think they beat Baltimore. No, no, uh, no, no. Man, I don't have somebody just a bracket for this mm. stuff. No, they don't. It doesn't matter. We can all agree on this. So we all hate Brady. So, so <laughs> you got, yeah, you got Jeff oh, wait, over wait, wait, here wait. saying the Browns are his team. Now, I, I think I'm probably the same, about the same age as him, maybe a little bit older. But uh, I. I met Brian Sipe, Bernie Kosar, that generation right there, and every single time they'd get to playoff game, they disappointed, and uh, that drove me absolutely crazy. I get to meet Lyle Alzado too. Shook his hand, spent some time with him. I almost met Rogers. If you consider being in the same building, <laughs> yeah, with that, no, that ninety thousand fans, no, you were less count. than two football fields away from him. Yep. Wow. Okay, I think you saw this, me. This might be too soon. This might be too. Well, you just have to say. We're gonna we're gonna go one at a time 
you have to say too soon or make your 2021 2022 predictions for for like towards the end of it i'm talking who's going to go to the super bowl or who will win yeah there's no like way to AFC, predict NFC. you can't predict it now it, you think things are too pipe dream. things are things are too shook up right now yeah, for, we're just for you to be able to the draft well i I'm think saying david I, the reason i think the reason i think david will bite on this is because he does this every year <laughs> every and then year. he and then see it, it, I'm, I'm giving an opportunity to do it okay, now okay if 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 roger stays with if the packers stays. I'm picking the Packers. By the way, the for last what? two years, the I've Super Bowl or for, just the to, division to, to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. And by the way, the last two years, I've only been two games off. I I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row, and they they were one game away. So this year is the year they go all the way. And in the AFC, uh, I I honestly would say the Browns, but I don't think Mayfield got it in him. I don't think so. So I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be – I don't think you're getting rid of the Chiefs. You just say nothing about the Buccaneers? Um, I don't think the Buccaneers make it. Nope. I think they do good, though. I don't think they repeat. You don't think so? No. You've heard it here, folks. Here first. I'm just saying the exact – my last two Bra years, even I predicted Brady, the Packers. You don't and, think that Brady's going to do it again? No. Come on. No. I'm – No. Okay. All right. If so Rogers Packers, stays. Dad, do you have do you have a prediction or too early? Uh, I think I think it's too early, but I will say this. I think because of what's going on with Rogers, even if he stays, it's almost going to be entirely um, uphill battle for him because mm -hmm. of politically what he's done to the management mm -hmm. and to the inner office. It's just going to be a tough fight. So I think he might be wearing. Do you think that's going to working against himself instead of coming back on and they're like David, you had said this earlier today. You know, it's kind of hard, unfair to all those guys that took a restructure on their contract, pay cut, and, pay yeah. cut in order to make this to make it to keep the team together, and they did it because who's their quarterback, mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers? Right. Yeah. So and you got the he, to me number one coach in the NFL all the years I've been alive is our coach. Just that he came out so young. Yeah, he's pretty impressive so far. Yeah. So. You don't think that 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 this shakeup though is going to be going to help give Rodgers a kick in the pants? No, to, I think to, it'll, to perform. No, I think I think he already had. That's what this last year was all about. Was no, this, I like, think he's, revenge tour. You drafted a quarterback, oh, but I think I'm that was kind of like that was weak sauce. I'm this now. If you got if you got players taken. No, the reason I'm I'm a little bit uneasy about this is because last year I can see it with with the draft. There's absolutely no reason for him to do it this year. None. So now it's affecting fans. Here's somebody who's a Green Bay Packers fan for life. And I'm like, seriously tired of this garbage. Just play. Right. I just want yeah. a quarterback. I, I, yeah, yeah. I want a quarterback that's, that's just that wants to retire in Green Bay mm -hmm. and won't even consider it. Well, here's the thing with Rodgers. He that's what wanted kind of fans to, we are. He wanted to do that. Because yeah. what but did he, I say? When they drafted if if Aaron goes, if yeah. Aaron goes, what am I? Yeah, I'm a Packers, Packers fan. fan. Yeah. We want players like that. Yeah. Yeah. We want players that yeah. are like, nope. And I think with the thing with Rodgers is he if Rodgers stays the only way he's staying is if they guarantee basically they're guaranteed that that he's he going to retire. Then. But it's not fair for him to do that to an organization when you don't know if your play drops if he turns forty and he starts not playing very well. Yeah. No, you can't demand. You can, no, but you can bench him. He just doesn't want. What's he, wait, here's what he's afraid. He's going to kind of he's going to kind of play a little bit worse, not bad, but a little bit worse. And then he's going to have to go play for another Here's team. what I say they should do. This is what I think they should do. Give him the money he wants. And the minute he doesn't play well, you bring love and put him in a game. And you make 
him say, say look. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I think you, that's where you put the yeah, pressure on. Yeah, that's the old-fashioned stuff right there. there. That's what you call football, right? You remember when Favre, remember the when best Favre got plays. hurt and they put Rodgers in? Yes. Yep. And it was like, why yeah. don't? Why aren't we just having Rodgers? Why, yeah, like, right. why, are, yeah. why are we going to put Favre back in? And they did. There was one game where they sat him out. They just were like, okay, Favre, you know what? You do a terrible. Sit down, and they let. Rogers Here's the come difference back in. between Favre. Rogers will not. It will not make mistakes like Favre. Favre just threw interceptions but like it was going out of style. But the problem is his mistakes are that he's a chicken. He's a chicken. That's his mistake yeah, uh, right now. I don't yeah. know if he's a chicken. He's, he's, just, being, he's I'm saying. He's, he won't he's, take the shots. Yeah, I'm man. saying. That's his mistakes now. Yes. So, okay, whereas so, Favre was just like, man, I'll just get my head chopped that's, off. I, th- I do think that's a little bit different to the personalities. We're going way too long on this. Yeah. But a little different, <laughs> different to the personalities. You got Favre. I mean, he's just an animal. But he was an animal on the sidelines. Right. He was a cut up. I mean, yeah. he was always jumping all over the the offensive line. Crazy. Yeah. He was, but he had fun. He was, yeah. mm-hmm. but he was in it, and he and he showed it on the field. Mm-hmm. Aaron is super smart. He's super mm-hmm. smart. You know, he's kind of analytical, and and he's calm. R e l a x. Just mm-hmm. relax. You know, everything's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. But it's not all right if your quarterback won't get out of the happy meal box and play <laughs> football. Yeah, and that's ultimately that's where I'm at. Is just like whatever happens to Rodgers, I'll miss him. I'll miss him. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see. I feel, I have a lot of faith in our. I feel like we draft well, develop well, and we got a really good head coach. So we'll just see what happens. If Love ends up being an elite quarterback, I mean, you, you it's an amazing pick. It's got to be worth something, or far or. Um, yeah. Rodgers wouldn't be crying like a baby right yeah. now. We'll see. Still love Rodgers. So do I. Yeah. Let's go to a song, and then when we come back, we'll go to our, uh, our next segment. You have a choice? You have a pick? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, you care? Pick? It's too early in the season. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to our Hot Off the Wine Press segment. Don't, uh, don't forget that last week's episode and the previous week's episode will be, can be, soon be, available as a podcast on our website and on YouTube and on Anywhere that podcast can be listened to, remember you can request a song during the show by texting us at 920-940-8275. And with that, we're going to play the first requested song, Good Old Gospel Singing. We'll be right back. I recall a Welcome to Hot Off the Wine Press, where we deliver nothing but the freshest of fresh, fresh, fresh news. Fresh news. We started tearing down the building across the street on that property uh, we just purchased. It's looking good. City came out. We ran past them what we want to do. Decided to keep part of uh, the front building. We'll knock down the house that's attached to it, and we're going to turn that into... Da, 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 college building and our youth center. I don't know. I hate calling it youth center. We call it a uh, family life center. Family life center, <laughs> babe. Yeah. Activity center. Uh, I don't know what do you call it. But I also wanted Multipurpose to. Multipurpose building. I also wanted to yes. say that we have a new member of the Kena Media uh, yes. team, the new DJI Air 2S. It is epic. My son Will's going to tell you all about it. Here oh, go, Will. okay. All right. Let me tell you about it. Here we have a uh, brand, freshly redesigned controller. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> freshly. Wow. You know a lot about okay. it. It's 5K. So, yeah, okay. So 5. they, they, they yeah, upgraded. Uh, cable, cable. They upgraded the camera. They upgraded the camera on it. And uh, hang on. <laughs> I got to plug it. Okay. They upgraded the camera on it. Gave it a 5.2K. 
four. Yeah. Uh, resolution. One inch lens. 5.4. It's a one inch sensor, not lens. That's what sensor. I meant. So I meant lens. Makes a big difference in the quality of the footage that it's that it's capturing. Also, I think there were some codec updates. So, like, editing it should be a lot more interesting. Plus, the technology is just blow you blah, away. Blah, blah, blah. Go seven miles and 35 miles an hour. Go seven miles. Yeah, so it can, you can fly it seven miles away from you as long as you have clear line of sight. Line of sight. It flies seven fast. miles. And that sucker, it, it, it does. It moves. It's going down on Rodeo Road passing vehicles. Yeah. So uh, David was flying. It actually... It does really well in bright light too, which I'm kind of surprised because some of the previous versions really struggled in really harsh light. But it does, it does good. Flies nice. It's got a lot of extra sensors on it too. And if you're a beginner, if you can afford this, if you can afford one of these, you don't have to be afraid. Out of the box, this is the most uh, progressive um, tracking system, mm-hmm. up to date. I've I've not done it yet, but I've watched the videos on it where they have. Um, the guy's on his bike and it's tracking him, mm-hmm. just following his bike. And that thing is going underneath uh, light poles and then around trees and yep. down low and up high and didn't crash at all. It's just advanced. Out of the box, I flew it uh, last week when I got it. And the response, it's easy. It just it's got a, easy peasy. It's got a cinematic function that allows you to basically select motorcycles. Allows you to select... Um, select motorcycles? Yeah, select motorcycles. Wow. Select a subject, usually of a sitting still, so like a building or, or mountain or yourself or whatever, and it will go through and do 10 different like cinematic shots, just movements mm-hmm. that are you know pretty standard to the industry. So that's nice so, if you're like getting right into it and you're like, I'm not sure how to fly it to make the footage look good or to you know get the shot just right. You just you set what your target is and you hit that button and just boom, it just does 10 different shots and you can... Cut them in later. Cut them together. So with all of the technology and all of the sensors, this basically is like our new Baptist. It's progressive and super sensitive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't it's know if re- Baptist is really the right, <laughs> well, right word. <laughs> right word. Uh, but yes, this is going to be a great tool. This is a great tool, uh, and it will be... It will be. Show them the new sensors on top. Yeah, well, so... Usually when these drones fly, previous versions, they would fly for the most part like this. And if they were going to go forward, they would tilt about that far. Mm. Now, because these suckers are moving at 30-something miles an hour, these guys lean like that far. And so these front sensors right here, they're not going to see anything when they're pointing down. So they installed two sensors on the top to help it see. I don't think it's going to make the whole thing a sensor. It's actually got a gimbal lock and a gimbal, a gimbal setting that will will lock when it moves like that if you're flying real fast it'll right. keep it mm-hmm. so, so it's pretty cool it's everything's getting smaller the batteries are insanely small compared to what they yes. used to be at the beginning i mean this is insane 34 minutes and fly time yeah and then charge i think in two hours yep so craziness light, light. yeah Fun very fact, very light that thing has more computing power than the trip to the moon did yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probably it's true. A lot more. And, and <laughs> those, those are worried about wind. This is actually very stable in the wind. Hmm. Um, the first, the first uh, couple of them I, were, I was a little s- sketchy about because they'd blow around pretty good. But mm-hmm. this handles the wind actually very well, adjusts for it. And it's mm-hmm. not the size that's the problem. It's your, your system actually that uh, controls your motors, balancing right. And, right. and its speed. So it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. 
Pretty awesome. That's hot off the wine press. All right, well, are we going to talk about the, yep. the building? We are. We just did. No, we, we didn't. Did. We talked we about did that. We did kind of. Talked about the, it's going to be a youth center. We didn't talk about, like, you know, we took off the top roof. Okay, yeah. yeah we, we took off the roof. Off we have to name night. it after I mean, somebody. Ooh, yeah. Name it after someone? Yeah. About the Rogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favre Rogers. <laughs> if, you use the, if you use Aaron, it's technically biblical. That's true. The Aaron building. No? Okay. I think we're airing on this Aaron building. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, we did. We how many tons of garbage did we take out of there? Over sixty. Over sixty tons of garbage. In about I just counted up receipts from all the metals. Over a thousand bucks from this past week. Yeah, yeah. The week before that was also about a thousand. Yeah, so so that's a lot. And that's just from metal. city's very pleased. They uh, actually told us they weren't going to charge us for our build permits, which is about five six hundred dollars worth of permits. Mm-hmm. So they're very yeah. happy. That is awesome. It's going to be good. Finished uh, our community days last week. Yes, which was very good. It's good. Ended on a high day of close to 200. Mm-hmm. Then got graduation coming up for uh, preschools on Mother's Day. That's mm-hmm. next week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, be in prayer for Brother Peter. He's going to be traveling. He and his family are headed down south to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back uh Monday of next week. Yes. So be in prayer for them. But they won't be here for Mother's Day. Oh, man. But um, they will be back. And let's see. Uh, graduation for college is the, is it we skip a week or is it the week? Very next week. Uh, very, very, next next week. week. very next week. Very next week. We got special speaker. Is, uh, uh, Casey Palmore is the um, music director at uh, Park, Parkside Baptist mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. Um, for Pastor Wells. He also is part of the college there. I, I can't remember mm-hmm. what his position is. But he's he's going to be our our speaker for the commencement. And then uh, one more graduation will be the high school, of North Platte Baptist School, and then um, our preschool graduation for North Platte Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's everything on the list. It's the kindergarten graduation, not the pre Yeah, kindergarten. Oh, kindergarten, that's what yeah. I meant. But yes, that's for what North meant. Platte Christian yeah, Academy. Right. Kindergarten graduation. But that'll be the 20th, 23rd of May. Right, yeah. and then we go into the summer times with camps and the parade and... Fireworks. Firework two stands this mm-hmm. year. Yes. Low Okay, that's it. That's the news. Yep. Let's go to a song. Okay. Don't forget, you you can request a song by texting us at 920-940-8275 or send us a direct message on Twitter and Instagram at our handle at Canaan underscore radio. And with that, we'll play the next requested song, I Repent by Lois and India. We'll be right back. D.L. Moody was born February 5th, 1837, and he died December 22nd of 1899. He was an American evangelist and publisher who founded the Moody Church, Northfield School, and Mount Hermon School in Massachusetts. 
Moody Bible Institute and Moody Publishers. One of his most famous quotes was, faith makes all things possible, love makes all things easy. Moody gave up his lucrative boot and shoe business to devote his life to revivalism, working first in the Civil War with Union troops through the YMCA and the United States Christian Commission. In Chicago, he built one of the major evangelical centers of the nation, which is still active. And working with singer Ira Sankey, he toured the country in the British Isles, drawing large crowds with a dynamic speaking style. Moody was born in Northfield, Massachusetts. As the seventh child, seventh child in a large family, his father, Edwin J. Moody, was a small farmer and stonemason. Betsy Moody was his mother. Uh, together, his family, they had five sons and a daughter before Dwight's birth. His father died when Dwight was age four. Twins, a boy and a girl, were born a month after his father's death. The mother struggled to support the nine children, but had to send some off to work for the room and board. And together with his eight siblings, Dwight was raised in the Unitar Unitarian Church. When Moody turned 17, he moved to Boston to work in an uncle's shoe store. One of the uncle's requirements was that Moody attend the Congregational Church of Mount Vernon, and in April of 1855, Moody was converted to evangelical Christianity when his Sunday school teacher, Edwin Kimball, talked to him about how much God loved him. His conversion sparked the start of his career as an evangelist. In 1862, Moody married Emma C. Revel, with whom he had daughter Emma Reynolds Moody and his two sons, William Revel Moody and Paul Dwight Moody. And in June of 1871, at an international Sunday school convention in Indianapolis, Dwight Moody met Ira Sankey. He was a singer with whom Moody soon became, began to cooperate and collaborate. Four months later, in October of 71, the Great Chicago Fire destroyed Moody's church building, as well as his house and those of most of his congregation. Many had to flee the flames, saving only their lives and ending, ending up completely destitute. Moody, reporting on the disaster, said that his own about his own situation that he saved nothing but his reputation and his Bible. In the years after the fire, Moody's wealthy Chicago patron, a patron John Farwell, tried to pers persuade him to become his permanent home in the city, offering to build a new house for Moody and his family. But the newly famous Moody also uh, was sought also by supporters in New York, Philadelphia, and elsewhere. He chose rather a tranquil farm that he had purchased near his birthplace in Northfield, Massachusetts. He felt he could better recover in a rural setting from his lengthy, for his lengthy preaching trips. Now, Northfield became an important location in, in Christian history in the late 19th century as Moody organized summer conferences. These were led and attended by prominent Christian preachers and evangelists from around the world. And Western Massachusetts has had a rich tradition, including Jonathan Edwards uh, preaching in the colonial Northampton and Schofield preaching in Northfield itself. A protege of Moody founded, uh, um, uh, founded Moore's Corner Church in Lorette, Massachusetts, which continues to this day. Moody founded two schools. Uh, the Northfeld School for Girls, founded in 1879, and the Mount Hermon School for Boys, founded in 1881. Now, during a trip to the United Kingdom in the spring of, 70, of 1872, Moody began, became well-known as an evangelist. Literary works published by the Moody Bible Institute claim that he was the greatest evangelist of the 19th century, and he preached almost 100 times and came... Uh, uh, preached almost 100 times in different locations around the country. On several occasions, he filled the stadia to a capacity of over 2,000 to 4,000 people. According to his memoir in the 
Botanic Garden Palace particularly, he attracted an, an audience estimated between 15 and 30,000. Uh, the turnout continued through 1874 and 1875 with crowds of thousands at all of his meetings. During his visit to Scotland, Moody was helped and encouraged by Andrew Bonar. Uh, the famous London Baptist preacher Charles Spurgeon inf invited him to speak, and he pr uh, promoted the, the American as well. When Moody returned to the U.S., he was said to frequently attract crowds of 12 to 20,000, um, which had commonly been in England. President Grant and some of his cabinet officials attended a Moody meeting uh, in 1876. He held evangelistic meetings from Boston to New York, through New England, and as far west as San Francisco, also visiting other West Coast uh, cities such as Vancouver and in British Columbia, Canada, all the way down to San Diego. His influence was felt uh, internationally, especially in Sweden, where uh, because of his influence, though he had never visited Sweden or any of the Scandinavian countries, he had never spoken a word of Swedish, nevertheless he became a hero revivalist among the Swedish nation. Now, he preached his last sermon on November 16th of 1899 in Kansas City, Missouri, and became ill. He returned home by train to Northfield. During the preceding several months, friends had observed he had added some 30 pounds to his already ample frame. Although his illness was never diagnosed, it has been speculated that he suffered from congestive heart failure. He died December 22nd of 1899, surrounded by his family. He was buried uh, in Chicago. Now, our second person that we're um, looking at today is uh, Ira Sankey, who was an affiliate of D.L. Moody. He was born August 28th of 1840. He died in August 13th of 1908. He was a singer-composer known for his long association with D.L. Moody. In a series of re uh, religious uh, campaigns in America and Britain during the closing decades of the 19th century, Sankey was a pioneer in the introduction of a musical style that influenced church services and evangelical campaigns for generations. He wrote hymns, he put together a hymn book and was in which he popularized, which many of the songs that he had popularized are continue to be sung even to this day. Sankey was born in Pennsylvania. He was an amateur singer and church worker when he was recruited by Moody in 1870. After the latter heard him sing at a convention, uh, and he worked with Moody until Moody's death in 1899. And Moody preached while Sankey sang both old and new hymns, inspired by writers such as Fanny Crosby and Philip Bliss. Sankey also became a prolific composer of, of hymn tunes and a compiler and editor of popular hymn collections, in particular sacred songs and solos and gospel hymns and sacred songs. The proceeds from these publishing ventures were used for a range of charitable purposes. After Moody's death, Sankey attempted to carry on his work alone, but was defeated by ill health and the eventual loss of his eyesight. He died in 1908. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Uh, one of the things I read on here was that, uh, I don't know if he said it or not, but Abraham Lincoln, I guess, went, uh, attended one of Moody's Sunday schools at one point, at one time, which is interesting. But uh, well, He definitely had an influence yeah. on the, uh, well, in in general, on a lot of American culture. Mm -hmm. but, a very, very long... Ira Sankey had a huge list of songs that he wrote. Just like... Well, he was I up mean, there with uh, Fanny Crosby as far as... Yeah. I mean, she had, what, 5,000 hymns attributed to her name and her mm -hmm. 
pen names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but Sankey, he, he uh, pioneered a lot of what we would consider uh, our evangelistic type singing, I guess you could put mm-hmm. it, where, you know, you're not just dead mm-hmm. sitting in your seat and singing right. out of a hymn book. You're actually mm-hmm. excited about what you're singing because mm-hmm. it's about glorifying God. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was excited about that. I've, I've read a biography on him before, and, um, and honestly, it is slightly repetitive. But it's interesting to note, though, about Ira Sankey that his wife was instrumental in his ministry, mm-hmm. and that both of them working together, I mean, she helped him in so many different ways, from music, playing piano, and I, I believe that, but she also took over a lot of the, the ladies' side of, of a lot of those uh, meetings that they had. So Moody and Sankey took care of the, the men, and then his wife helped on the, the ladies' mm-hmm. side of it, too. So it was, it was interesting. But, I mean, it's interesting, like how today all, all our services are together. For the most part, you might have split sessions occasionally for, mm-hmm. like, couples retreats and that kind of thing. But uh, back then, they were all split services. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Ripped the men up and down. <laughs> <laughs> but He really, um, another thing about Moody is he really pioneered the whole Sunday school thing mm. um, and having classes for kids and trying to get, as you say, underprivileged kids. Um, he cared a lot about the kids of the city mm-hmm. to, to bring them in and get them into church. So um, try to remember, I think there was some sort of a story where he actually would use his own vehicle to pick up. Wagon. A wagon, right. But he would essentially a bus ministry. Yep. Um, but mm-hmm. he would bring, bring, you know, people, bring kids to church. And, uh, and that, he was no stranger to, to outreach, to personal outreach, mm-hmm. and getting young people especially. Uh, to come to church, so I know. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was say a, a lot of I guess his um, tours or revival meetings that were financed by uh, rich folks. Often, I guess the reason they financed it was because um, they thought it would help the the situation of the poor, those who were poor, because he attracted a lot of those type of people. And um, Moody didn't necessarily shame that he just used it because he believed the only way to help people was for them to be regenerated to be saved which is mm-hmm. true and that's that's interesting the fact that he i think he put a really high premium on the gospel so, you know mm-hmm. i can't remember if this is a story of moody i think it is um he started a sunday school class in a closet <laughs> and grew it out of a broom closet mm-hmm. and there's an amazing Amazing story. Also, um, the time of the Chicago fires, I think Horatio Spafford wrote, It Is Well With My Soul. They were actually on a ship on their way back over to England, and the ship went down, and he lost his wife and daughter, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, he penned that or that song. It is well. And actually, um, Sankey published it in a second mm-hmm. book of songs. So, mm-hmm. anyway... Just interesting ministry. Uh, I got to publish my, um, well, my wife did it. Um, the radio broadcast uh, Moody Ministry did, has done for years called Unshackled. And uh, our, my life story is put on there. So that was kind of cool. But, um, Huge impact that, that uh, Moody and Ira Sankey had on people, Chicago. so many different people. Yeah. Um, over the course of his ministry, it's hard to believe Chicago's had as many great preachers 
in that area to see it be in such a bad state today. I think mm. it's, a, it's just amazing to me how many people have been reached out of that, that era, area. You have Brother Hiles, and then you have mm. people like Spurgeon, or um, Moody. Mm -hmm. So it's just amazing, amazing thought there. I mean, other ministries that were started, the Garden, Garden yeah, Inland Pacific, Mission. Pacific Garden Garden, Mission. Pacific yeah. Garden Mission. I actually visited there once. It's, it's, they have a much newer facility, re, I mean, recently built. This yeah, was like right. 15 years ago that I went there. But it's, it's really nice. But how that started, and that was a large ministry started mm -hmm. in Chicago that spread their influence around the world. Uh, and just so many stories come out of that one specific location. It's amazing the, the opportunities that that city has had as far as evangelists, preachers, or ministries that have influenced the world. Um, and yeah, I mean, how sad is it that right now, <laughs> the, the spiritual state of anywhere, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a degradation, people not holding true to the Bible, and then going away from, I mean, they'd rather do things that make them popular rather than stay in tune with the Bible. Mrs. Reese and I were talking about that at lunchtime today, you know, we're rejoicing over what the Lord's been doing here in North Platte and our ministry and stuff like that. I said to her, so, you know, the concern I have is, you know, obviously when I'm dead and gone, there's nothing I can do about it. But every ministry, every ministry dies. And um, it, it, the length of how long it stays right and fundamental is, is the challenge to mm -hmm. me. And, um, um, but Brother Howes used to say that every every ministry will die and needs reborn, rebirthed and restarted. So that's why you're never, you should never be loyal to institutions, but loyal to scripture, to mm. truth. And, um, and that's so true. You know, I know just sitting there thinking about if I, when I go to heaven, <laughs> um, not if, when I go to heaven, <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's left in the hands of your generation, what you guys do with it, what your kids mm -hmm. do with it. Yeah. And the challenge is simply to keep you focused. And um, you kind of wonder with these men that God used, if you look at the children off, you know, mm -hmm. why is it so hard to keep our kids right. focused in that next generation? Why is it hard to instill in them a desire to keep some part of that ministry that they've been reached out of or been part of as a kid, why does everybody want to go somewhere else? Ministry is the same wherever you're at. Right. But the thing is, is if we can get consistency and people stay and to just serve the Lord, bloom where they're planted, and generation after generation do that, um, maybe the gospel light could shine a little bit longer in some areas and have a little more strength. I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. No way to tell. Yeah, I... Looking at these different men um, and and women that we talked about, I hope that we don't focus on their the numbers or the amount of people that God allowed them to reach as much sure. as we look right. at their work ethic and their stand, uh, stand mm -hmm. for right and being yielded to the Holy Spirit because God is the one that decides how to use you and uh, right. what what he wants to do in that area. And I don't think we're highlighting... Their ministries, because we're highlighting numbers, I just think it's, um, I think if you take anything away from all of these different characters, it is the fact that they were willing to to put their feet down and work and, and 
you know, stand for something? There's a lot of people that like to say the independent fundamental Baptist movement is dying. And I think it will die. But truth won't. Mm -hmm. I think I don't think standards will ever die. I don't think King James Bible will ever die. I don't think uh, godly music will ever die. I don't think separation from the world and to God will ever die. Of course um, But I, everything has a lifespan. Mm -hmm. Everything's born and everything dies. The thing is, is our our object is to keep truth going. And so, what I, my concern is, is where are these offsprings from these great men? I hate to say it, but where, where's where's Brother Hiles' offspring? Mm -hmm. You know, that's just great. He built a great ministry, but you know, that has always been something difficult for me to look at and say, you know, I'm challenged by that. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's impossible. I, I think it's possible for us to pass on to our children a love for the Lord and a love for the truth and uh, see them move forward and continue to hold those lines of truth and pass that on the next generation without losing our separation from the world. Mm -hmm. We don't yeah. have to be like... I'm just telling you, the the world is gobbling up our our churches hand over fist, and is and it's crazy what it's doing. Uh, so much so, uh, homosexuality is almost just an acceptable thing. Um, drinking is an acceptable thing. Mm -hmm. um, I talked to a waitress today. She said she had a friend of hers that showed her a picture, or a, 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 she had a file of pictures of this family. It was a good-looking family. It was a husband, a wife, a bunch of kids, and they were on the family vacations. Then she showed her another file of the same woman with her boyfriend. Hmm. Then she showed another file, and all three files, were they were in together, and they were all having some kind of a physical relationship to get is and there's a term for it now. I don't even know what it is, but I call it sin. But it's mm -hmm. basic. I mean that they they see nothing wrong with it. It's amazing how um, sex is something that is pulling our is is really infiltrating our churches, and we don't yeah. talk about it. We don't preach right. on it. And I told I told Mrs. Reeves today. I said we need to have. Uh, I don't want to call it a seminar, but a series of of. Um, special days on biblical marriage, mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. biblical home, and what the Bible, what God says is right and what God right. says is wrong. I mean, we sure. obviously have it preaching in church, but just amazing today because we're trying to help people and reach them, and they mm -hmm. are um, being influenced. She, she told me about um, uh, a girl that told her that her three-year-old was telling her dad that she thought she was a boy. A boy, and her dad said, "No, you're not a boy." And I said to the waitress, "I said, well, where is she getting that influence from?" Mm -hmm. And that's exactly mm -hmm. it. Grandma, she said, "Well, her 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 grandma is liberal like that," and and then stuff they watch on TV. Yep. Mm -hmm. You let your kids be parented by the TV set. It's it's no surprise what you're going to get. I know it's like it's almost like a mission field where you stand up and you preach the gospel, and it's like you have to. You can't just connect point A to point B anymore. You know, I'm not necessarily talking about the gospel. I'm just saying if you go to a mission field, you kind of got to build slowly, get to the point where they can understand the gospel, understand all. It. Whereas in America, we came from a, from a heritage where people, for the most part, understand Christianity and Christian morals. But just preaching to 
um, to young people in, in the youth, you know, trying to say things about purity and about marriage. It's just they're so surrounded by everyone has a boyfriend, everyone has a girlfriend, their parents had multiple relationships. You know, it's just it's so um, watered obs- down. Not just watered down, obscure. Like mm-hmm. hard. Like you're you're telling them something that is so hard for them to compute in their mind mm-hmm. because they've never heard it. That's what I mean by mission. It's like yeah. they're like yeah. they, it's hard to put a value on something to them when they don't right. even comprehend <laughs> and what you would you're think, talking about. And and it, would, yeah, you would think those who are older would because Kaylee and I today we went to a door and, and we uh, an older lady came to the door. She she, she said she was in her seventies, um, and I gave her the track and I started to introduce the gospel to her and asked her if she knew for sure she was going to heaven. And she said, no, I'm just a normal person. What are you talking about? I don't know if, I can go, if I'm going to heaven or not. Mm. And I just kind of, it kind of took me back. It was like, normally you get that answer that's like, oh, yeah, I know. But they don't really know. Right. Or you get people who are like, no, I, you know, I don't. And this person's like, it's the, it's the more of, that's even a thing? Like, yeah. you're, you're able to even know that you're going to heaven? Mm-hmm. And so I, I did my best to try and go through the plan of salvation, but I think she's uh, a little older and the attention span wasn't quite there. So I just left her with the track and the gospel and was like, placed it all on the Bible because she asked about, you guys are Baptists, what's that? She's like, what is Baptist? Yeah, the thing about it is it's not, I mean, I can understand that they have questions, but it's really not about what being a Baptist is. It's about what the Bible teaches. And that's what is I right. I know, and I'm not, saying, I'm not criticizing that you, you were going down the wrong way. I'm not disagreeing with you. Right. But I, what I am trying to get to a point here is when I was growing up, it was pretty typical in the public. I went to public school. Um, my parents were not saved and married divorced five times my mom was and I didn't even know my real dad. When you go to the public school, it's typical that the, in the in the high school that the peer pressure is, do you have a girlfriend, do you have a boyfriend kind of a thing? And not just do you have one, but what have you done with them? And kind of mm-hmm. that was just the that was the norm during that time. That now lives within our independent Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. It lives within our youth groups. It lives mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. our Christian schools today. And that's what's so scary about this because it's the people that stand up and say that's a sin, that's not right, have standards that guard you from that. You don't listen to this music, don't go to the movies, don't do it. all these things that would help to protect the purity. We are the we are looked at as extremists by our own people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got pastors, independent fundamental Baptist pastors whose kids are getting engaged, which praise the Lord for that. But they're hanging all over each other in pictures. And these pastors don't say anything. It's like acceptable that when you get engaged to have that physical contact when the Bible's plain that that you're not supposed to have that contact to your marriage. If you're willing to touch in a picture when the cameras aren't out, I mean, Yeah, what are you doing in private? You can't expect us to believe. Right. What I was really trying to get at with her is she said that she works at a, at a school. Mm-hmm. She works in a school. Now, she doesn't teach because she's older. She used to. But she works in this. It must be some kind of a new program, she said. I don't remember the exact name she gave it, but it's a place where if kids haven't gotten their homework done or kids are just having an emotional time or kids just want to get away from everything, it's like this safe space. Oh, that, that kids like, can just go to where the waiter needed to go to today. Yeah, yeah. When he oh, cried, it's just a safe space. And she's like, and <laughs> the statement she made that I was trying to get to was, she said, "I didn't have that when I was younger, but I guess though it's a change. It's a different world we live in now, so I guess it's what we need." But it was just one of those things where, just like you said, you know, it's just like the world. Everybody, everything's all of a sudden acceptable. 
everything. Bible hasn't changed. Yeah, what exactly. they need is a it spanking. Hasn't exactly. It hasn't changed. And so stop mm-hmm. it. There's yeah. That's why <clears throat> sometimes honestly just opening the Bible is refreshing because you know of all of the things in the world that are that have changed, are changing, are confusing. So there's one thing, there's one constant anchor that just is the same thing. So when you have preachers today and their kids fail, then the preachers back off of what the truth is. They back off. If their kid has sex before marriage, you don't have that preaching happening. Mm -hmm. So um, there's no way around that. Yep. Preachers are going to get a backbone. And look, I, I'm I'm thank the Lord for all you kids, and but you know as well as I have in the pulpit, when you went the wrong way or did something wrong, you're you got nailed to the wall, because mm-hmm. the truth doesn't change, right. and the mm-hmm. rest of the people in that re- room need to know, pastor's not going to be partial to his own kids when it comes mm-hmm. to sin. Now I'll be partial to you if you're doing what's right. You're my kids, but if you're doing what's wrong, I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not going to turn a blind eye to it. Right. And if I'm going to hold someone like J.T. Crawford to a standard, I'm going to hold the same standard to my kids. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, you're not going to build a large church doing that because people don't want accountability. Which is what I was going to say, and that's the reason that people don't do it, is because they have higher focus on numbers and the big ministry than just truth, which goes back to yep. you stand for truth, yep. you know? Who cares if you got a small church, small ministry? Somewhere along the line of history, somewhere when we're dead and gone, these podcasts, these recorded things will be found. They will be found, and somebody will hear it. Somebody will study it out. Somebody will get saved. Somebody, because truth, crushed to dirt, rises again. It, you can't stop the truth. Right. And that's why we do it being a small church. That's why we should continue to do things like this that mm-hmm. everybody looks at and go, oh, they think they're big stuff. We don't think we're big stuff. We think the truth is a, is a big deal. Right. And we are, we're going to enshrine that truth any way we can and, put it, and leave it as a legacy for our kids to have. So hopefully somewhere down the road 100 years from now, somebody will uncover the brook and the echo right. you know, and some... Right, you know, and it'll make a difference. Mm-hmm. And in a world that's so unashamed of sin, yeah, why should we be ashamed? Amen. Of the truth, mm-hmm. all of the truth. It's good. Yeah, nothing but <laughs> the <laughs> truth. I I get it. <laughs> well, we should but push on. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I gotta get to, get to where I'm supposed to be. You can request a song during the show by texting us at nine two zero nine four zero eight two seven five. If you joined us on YouTube today, you can also request a song in the live chat. We're thankful for those of you who have joined us. If you have joined us on YouTube and you are not subscribed to us, please subscribe. It's annoying, David, that we're at one forty nine. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know we need to be at one fifty. It's gotta people. be an even number. Yeah, anyway, we're so, about numbers now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> totally about numbers. Totally about numbers. Yeah. Yeah. All the way or at least let's have nine people unsubscribe. Okay. Sure. Oh. It's, yeah, it's either nine unsubscribe or... I'm sure there's some trendy four, subscribe. Right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> we're going to lose them. Uh, so subscribe, click the bell, and then share this with a friend. Um, we hope that these... Um, it's not podcasts. This is not oh, a podcast. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. These I'm, are not I'm, it's, it's not a big deal. This is a this is old syndicated guy trying to... live radio yeah. show. It just happens to be released in podcast form. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure people understand. We don't get on here to make no. a podcast. We get on here to minister to those who listen to Cane podcast Radio. Podcast is quickly becoming that overused buzzword. The buzzword, like yeah. In fundament, like fundamentalists are like, oh, my. Somebody said it's a fun of them. Call it something else, cast. It's a oh, sad cast or something. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, anyway, honestly, that's all it is, is, is a, recording, a recording, right? A it's an audio talking. recording. Boot, right. This is a recording. Right. And, and yeah. I love to use the word syndicated, so we are a syndicated live radio syndicated. show. <laughs> syndicated by, what are we syndicated by? Ourselves. Syndicated just means released in different forms. So it, there's an original show, and then it gets released later. Syndicated, syndicated in VHS? <laughs> no, I mean, VHS. <laughs> you should tell about that tape machine. No, we do. I don't know. I think it's across the street still, but we found an old RCA VHS camcorder oh. and two lenses oh, yeah, i mean brand new batteries you know the whole nine yards so we're gonna put together a promo video with that that'd be awesome <laughs> see how it goes anyway uh we're gonna move on gonna to our so next shaky. <laughs> yeah no stabilization to our next uh requested song no doubt salvation harvest baptist church we'll be right back Welcome to the pulp. Some people hate it, others love it. Either way, you can count on us talking about it, and let's talk about that. Mm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, <laughs> about what we were you talking like that? about. Oh, no. Go ahead. I hate it when you give information out about things <laughs> that you thought others knew and they didn't know, and then you end up being the bearer of the information. No, it's <laughs> so vague. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, what are you referring? <laughs> Can you give us a hypothetical example. Yeah, give us an okay. example. Okay. Tell us about a friend it's that like, had this happen. Let's see if I can bring this up. You know, like when someone's decided to not rent a house but to buy a house, uh-huh. and they're dating someone. Uh-huh. They're not engaged. They're not nothing like that. But they're just dating somebody, and. Your friend tells you about it, mm-hmm. and then you just assume that he's already talked to his girlfriend about mm-hmm. it, and so you make a comment, and then the girlfriend comes back to him and says, what in the world's going on? And then you find out that you let the cat out of the bag, mm-hmm. and Meow. then you get chewed out. I thought I asked not to talk about personal stuff in, on, on the broadcast. I didn't say any names, JT. <laughs> okay, he only used one. He's looking for something to throw at me. <laughs> anyway, for whatever uh, whatever um, trauma I have inserted into this relationship, I apologize. But uh, <laughs> speaking, of cats it's pulp. The bag. It is very. Funny. It's pulp. I have the greatest pulp. Cats. Cats in a bag. Cats, just cats. We just dehomed. I think every cat. We should line them up. From here to. We should take a golf club. (laughs) Wow, this is really whack their heads off. (laughs) Getting descriptive. Are you okay? And see how far we can get their little heads. That's how much I okay. But you you need to elaborate because you can't just say that and then expect people to be like, oh yeah, I totally get them. Well, I don't understand why you wouldn't be like that. <laughs> no. So this this week, cleaning out that property next door, mm-hmm. is, there have been so many stray cats or who knows what kind of cats in that building. The entire place smells like cat. Urine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pee, vomit, poo, you name it. Seriously. <laughs> This is a family <laughs> show. Family Your three-year-old daughter just found out that monkeys poop. Doesn't mean <laughs> yes. that, that, that's wow. an awesome story. Anyway, cats the, cats offer <laughs> absolutely zero purpose whatsoever to the world. Chinese food. Okay, that is okay. <laughs> I don't mind that. But I'm just saying, like, they decrease. What the does mouse a cat do? Surplus population chases down <laughs> mice, mice, but 
but you can go to the store and get something for that. No. It's called a cat. You know, if you get the right kind of dog, the dog will take care of that. Uh, that is a weird dog. <laughs> Who's going after mice? Yeah. Man, our dog bandit, he, he caught a ground squirrel yeah, while he was on a chain. Yeah, he got a pigeon the other day. Reese? Yeah. Caught a pigeon. Yep. He's We're, a bird. They are We're flying going to take that dog. Pretty bird, much. Yeah. But anyway, cats just, they're, kittens, you know, they're cute. Yeah, they're okay. If and, they stay and that then way, when they get yeah. older, they might be able yeah. to. That's when you perform the Whereas whacking. Whereas dogs, they're, oh, they're so cute when they're puppies, but when they're older, then they're like useful animals. They at least oh, obey. <laughs> they at least Maybe. are not. To an extent. At least they don't have <laughs> attitudes. Cats just like, they're just an attitude. That's what Mine. they are. They're like, why haven't you fed me yet today? <laughs> With the Where's whole head my movement? Food? Yeah. With the head yeah. Where's my food? It's funny. It's funny. We, Mom and I were talking about the dog situation because, mm-hmm. you know, there's something with people today. They're missing a brain cell or something. It's like if I looked outside and I knew my dog would not respond to a command and the neighbors had kids out playing or there was something going outside, would I bring my dog into the front yard? No. No. But it's like in our neighborhood, people come out, they bring their dog out, and if you have your garage open, they're in your garage. If you have your front door open, they'll go right in the front yard. And and the owners don't care. They don't care. They're like, hey, 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 hey. And it, it's like the dog the is not. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> don't leave your house open. But, it, but it's, yeah. it's stupid stuff like that. It's like, why don't people just stop and think? Right. As a good neighbor, you don't let your dog who doesn't obey commands. <laughs> well, yeah. See, what we're going to do like is invent neighbor? this awesome system. You know those shot collars for dogs? You mm-hmm. put the perimeter fence around your, you they, bury the yeah, line in the ground. Work. But if you have one of those and you do it, and you have to have this specific fob on your person to not get shocked, that way you give one to your mailman, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, since the mailman, yeah. See where I'm going with this? I think I it'll like. be big. <laughs> it's going to wow, be big. It's going to be don't ask be huge. For, you better start a GoFundMe account for that one. <laughs> hey, I'd probably get a lot. <laughs> yeah. If I can figure out how to get it to work. <laughs> Before or after you get sued. <laughs> Cats are good pets. Jeff, if they're stuffed, they're good pets. Why would okay, I want a, a stuffed? Oh, well. So is that yours? That was mine. Yours was cats? Cats. That's Dad, all yours can... was uh, intruding, intruding into other people's relationships, not knowing that it was going to cause okay. a problem, even okay. though I enjoy really causing. That was legit? Yeah. Okay. That, that was legit. All right. Peter. Polk. I don't have one. I kind of piggybacked off of theirs. You just what were like, meh, me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's yours? All right. I'll that's think of something. the program. Uh, no, mine, mine is... Uh, my wife's birthday. Oh. Hey, you did it. Some yeah. people hate it. Some people hate I, it. I did. I loved it. I enjoyed we it. We're leaving here and going to my house to celebrate That's it. That's right. We're going to party. We're having steak. Oh, I did grill. I found out my pulp. I'm grilling steak. <laughs> well, yes, you are because your brother's going to. I'm not even hungry. He is going to go to Walmart. Peter's fault. And do what? <laughs> Buy your wife's present because he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> oh, there I go, getting in other people's oh, business. There you go. <laughs> hey, it's, I was trying to know. It's just, just, us it's just so it's just awesome that wow. I have to wait till it was. It was, not to speak for her, but it was a pretty good birthday. I mean, it was all right. Wow. We went to a Mexican restaurant See. last night. It was pretty good. See. Queso and and chips, chips and queso. See. Had to have the queso warmed up, though. So, uh, <sighs> them restaurant experiences kind of rough for the Reese family. <laughs> That should be your fault. <laughs> it's your legacy. Oh, it's man. the family curse. <laughs> That's why I've just accepted it. Oh, he just he eats just nasty eats cold food. food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys, serve it to if me. If you lower your expectations, life is so much better. 
<laughs> a whole oh world word. of possibilities opens up. Yeah. Anyway, yes. so... Well, hold on. So, my poll, you know... Oh, he doesn't Mother's have a Day. Well, okay. I, I just thought of it, and I okay. think this will, someone will be able to relate with me in this day. Is Mother's Day interfering with birthdays? Put it there. Should we, Put there. Should we move the birthdays, or... No! Just get rid of Mother's Day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who's the one that instigated Mother's where's Day? The, where's, the, where's the Brother's Day, or Son's Day, or Daughter's Day? Children's Day is Children's every day. day. Or, no. <laughs> that's no, no, what no, grandparents No, no, no. Think. Come on. I mean, you know, think about it. I mean, that's, in this progressive world we live in, why hasn't someone brought that been, up? That's been replaced through the years by more important um, political uh, holidays. Such I'm as, not sure where he's. Um, <laughs> yeah, such as first day of Asian American and Pacific Islander <laughs> <Yeah>. Heritage Month. <laughs> of course. Which is today. What was that? First day of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Okay. Totally that is way too things. beautiful. I'm not sure who that applies to. Well, if you're the Asian, it's a your first a day, Asian you? American, Pacific, and Islander Heritage or Month. That. Then you're good. <laughs> I'm a month. My birthday's on May 10th. Yours is on May tw- 12th. 12th. And so it's like, Hey, it's we haven't this figured out who has had more Mother's more, Day. Well, I wasn't going to calculate oh. it. Yeah. But it's inevitable that, you know, our birthdays are going to fall on Mother's Day. So it's like, you know, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Oh, yeah, you know, I had a birthday, too. Would that explain? I made you a mom. <laughs> you made, you, you did. did not. I did. And neither did Me not. being born made you a mom. I don't think that's how it works. Me being born made wow. you a mom. Mother's wow. Day wouldn't mean anything to you without me. Is this why you're so bad at celebrating Mother's Day? Is your yes, bitterness? that's it. That's, that's why you never get bitter. Well, it was that and growing up, it was a mix between graduations and traveling and hope You should have planned your birth like, better, I know, Mr. Maker I know. Mom. I did <laughs> I did a terrible job. Just the money you would have spent on your mom. You should have bought yourself presents. I agree. No, I don't. I love my mom. You didn't spend any money on your I'm mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway. When is Mother's Day? Never. The 9th. It's the day before next my birthday. Yes. yes, it's a Sunday. Yes. Okay, so we can talk about that next month. Or next week. Next month. Next month. Yeah. <laughs> June we'll might be slightly. Sounds good. For all of you fans that... Uh, are here only for Brother Peter. Please tune in next week. We will have a cutout, cardboard cutout in this place. Yes, we will. So we don't want to lose you. We're going to FaceTime him and make him still be a part. That's good. I, I will be on the road, so sure. <laughs> I've really been looking forward to this vacation. Can't wait to go. He's going to stow away. You, we have a special seat for you on the roof. Hey, you know what? At this point, he'll take it. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Brook. We hope you'll join us again next week at the same time and in the same place for another fun-filled show. Pastor, David, and Peter. Yep. Hi. And JT, of course. Thanks for another great broadcast. You'll be able to find this show in podcast form on our website, on YouTube, and on iTunes, and wherever podcasts because this isn't a podcast. No, it's not a podcast. Can be listened to. Syndicated radio. Don't forget show. to like and subscribe if you join us today on YouTube. And before we go, we'd like, like to leave you with Aaron Rodgers. This VHS. Yes. Yeah. In Aaron Rodgers. Thessalonians one. chapter two, verse fifteen. Tell me if I read this one before. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. That's good. Preach it. Nothing wrong with traditions, people, as long as they're the right traditions. Amen. That's good truth right there, brother. Amen. Speaking of truth, we want to make sure that we put a little plug here for the Echo. Oh. You do not want to miss miss. the Echo. echo. It comes out weekly, sometimes more than once. Sometimes more than once. A week, right? No, it's been once a week. 
Would you stop? Would you stop? <laughs> yeah, echo. You can find it if you if you go to uh, if you go to twitter.com slash is it Pastor Reeves? I don't even know what it is. That's pastors. If you if you find our website, go to our Twitter, go to Pastor's Twitter, you'll find Follow the yeah. links. There's we a will YouTube. we got we gotta tweet it out. Can't you find it on our YouTube? Yeah, it, well it's it's the echo on YouTube, but I don't know if there's any other it doesn't have a more people need to subscribe so we can get you a, a name. It'll be YouTube.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when you I make it name. like the yeah. brook, then you can have a customer. That's right. And you've got wow. 149 subscribers. Yeah. All the people that subscribe to the brook should just go over and subscribe to the Echo. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Are we going to end this program sometime? With that, GT, are you ready? With that, we'll play the final requested song, He Made a Change, Our Father's Four. The Brook, a ministry of North Platte Baptist Church.